This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Several years ago, there was an elderly gentleman in London whose life was on the line, and the doctors had no choice but to put him on a respirator. He was on a respirator for quite some time, and when it came time, Baruch Hashem, he got better. He was released from the hospital, and he was sent to Bill. And he started to cry when he received the bill of several thousand euros. And when he was asked, why is he crying? Don't worry, we'll work out a payment plan for you. If you can't pay the several thousand euros right here and right now, don't worry about it. We'll allocate some time and you'll pay us over time. And he said, that's not why I'm crying. It's not the exorbitant fee for having been in a respirator and all those days in the hospital. It's not the bill. That's not what I'm crying about. Explain this elderly gentleman. The reason I'm crying is because after all this time in a respirator, and I see that what did it cost me several thousand euros? And what about my 70 plus years of living here in this world? And all the countless breaths of life that I took each and every day. Imagine how much I owe the Almighty. How much do I owe to God above for every precious breath of life that He has endowed me with? If this is the cost, this is the price tag for having been on a respirator uh, for all the past few days. Imagine how much I owe. Imagine how much each and every one of us owes a Kodesh Baruch Hu, owes the Almighty above for every moment we're here alive in this planet, every second we're alive in this world, every precious breath that escapes our lips. How much do we owe the Rebona Shalom? He gave us life. He gave us Chaim, He gave us Chiyos. How much Akorsato? Uh, do we have to extend to the Almighty above? I was on the phone a couple of days ago with a, a respectable Yid from Brooklyn. And he told me how he called up a Yid of his, a friend of his, who's a well-known Rav in Brooklyn, who lost his wife several years back. And he asked him, and we'll call him Rabbi Yaakov. He said, Rabbi Yaakov, tell me, how was the Seder this year? He called him up right after the first days of Yontif, knowing that his children in line, light of the protocols issued nowadays, he couldn't get together with his children for Seder. And he had lost his wife. Here is an Alman Arav in his home over the first days of Pesach, having the Pesach Seder all by himself. And this year in Brooklyn called up this rov and he said, Rabbi Yaakov, how did you manage, how did you deal with the atzmas, with the sadness of having no choice but to eat Seder all by yourself? And he says, what do you mean? It was an unbelievable, joy-filled Seder that I had. He says, what do you mean it was joy-filled? You were all by yourself, isolated. How could you be so happy? He says, what do you mean? I was grateful to Rebona I'm alive. You know, how many years have we lost in Brooklyn? How many gedolim, tzadikim, rosh hashivas, manigim, chasidim, anshimaisa. Husbands, wives, fathers, mothers, grandparents, bobbies, ladies, 
He said, I couldn't stop thinking all Seder long. I'm alive. I have yet another day in this world. How much more time to learn? How many more mitzvahs to fulfill? I, Kleisel, if we would only realize how precious and sacred with all the difficulties. But if you're still around and you're still alive, you have to count the blessings and that has to begin. I first and foremost with the value of every precious breath, every second, every moment of our lives. We're in a time at Kufa, now known as the Zman of Sphiris Omer. We don't simply count the days, but we do our very utmost to make sure that each and every day counts. One by one, Yom Echad, Yom Sheni, Yom Shlishi, we count, we're Marshiv, we attach a significance and importance each and every day. Every day in that trek, in that journey from a Pesach to Shavuos to Zmamantan Torosino, every day is precious and indeed every day of life is sacred, has to be coveted, has to be honored, has to be a Zman of thanking the Ribbon Shalom for yet another day alive in this world, another golden opportunity for Molim and Atayra for more mitzvahs. The outset of this week's Pasha, Pasha Sachri Mos, Moshe Rabbeinu was instructed by a Kodesh to speak to his brother Aaron that he can't go even on Yom Kippur into the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the Fenai V'lefinim. He can't go at will. He can't enter any moment, any time he wants. Mizos Yavu Aaron Al Kodesh has to follow our rules, regulations, a certain protocol, what carbonus, what sacrifices to bring. And the Torah describes that as Bizos. How will he enter Kedusha? How will he enter Lefnaivalafnim? A Bizos, he takes with him Zos. What exactly is Zos? Arites the Chidor of Chaim Yosef Dovinas Alayinus Nacha Kedumim. Arites the Chidor. And now in the son of Tokif, we say, on Rosh Hashanah, and again in Yom Kippur, Tshuva, Tfilot, Tzedakah, Mavir, and Esoragas, Eira. And in the Sidurim, the Machzorim, you have appearing in small letters right above those three respective words, Tshuva, Tfilot, Tzedakah, Tshuva, you have the word Psalm, fasting, which is certainly conducive and engenders ideas of repentance. And what is called the cult Tyra, the cult Tfilah, that's Tfilah, Momen, Momen is Kesef, Gelt, and that's Stoka. Cold, so moment, cold, Gamachu 136. Psalm fasting 136, and moment likewise 136. 136 plus 136 plus 136. 136 times 3 is 408. 408 Gamachu Yazos. Abizos, Yovo Aaron Alakodesh writes the Chido Nacha Kedumim. How is he going to enter a realm, a domain of Kedusha? Akhlaius, all this is a message for one and all. How do we gain entrance into the world of holiness, into the realm of a Kodesh HaKadoshim to unite with a Kodesh Merucho? How do we have that Tveikas and Eschabras with the Almighty above? Pizos, Gematria, Zos, 408, is Gematria, Kol, Som, and Momon, 136, with yet another 136 and another 136. That's the idea. The Chidot continues. And when we say, 
What's going to give us that feeling of resting secure, of being cool, calm, and collected in life? Bezos, if you tap into the world of cult, some and moment, and we say, Hashem says, you know what's going to give you a kiyum? That even in the land of your enemies, I will not despise you, I will not I'll go ahead and ever throw you out. I, you know what's going to give you that chiyus, that tzchus kiyum? Afkam zos biyosam eretz If you tap into zos, the tshuva, the tefillah, tzedakah, if you tap into the coal, the tzom, and the moment. And that's the chidah. We have a well-known Pasuk in Mishlei, Aperk Yitzh, Pasuk Chafalef, Ramas, Machshavas, Blavish, Atzas Hashem Yisakum, Atzas Hashem, the wise counsel of the Almighty. You know what the Atzas Hashem is? Atzas Hashem, you know what the best advice Hashem Yisbar could ever give you and me and all of us? Atzas is Roshik Tevis an acronym. I in his Inuay affliction, and that's Tzom, fasting, that's Shuva. That's Sadiyah, that's Momen, that's Kesef, that's giving her money to help others. And then the toughest, Tyrest Fila. You know what gives us a key? Abishur gave us the best advice, the wisest counsel ever imaginable, and that has happened to Roshe Tavis, the acronym of Atzas, the I in the Tzadi and the Sav, the I in the Inui, the affliction that's so, the Tzadi, that's Tzaka, and the Tough, and that's Tvila, that's the Kol, the Tzom, the Momo. That's Bezos Yovo Orinol Kodesh. So the Chido adds in his Chomas Anach, these are the three things that I'm having Gezeira, and these are the three that the Medrash writes, the Medrash Koheles, Shloshet Var Mevatlim Gezeira's Rose, Tfilah, Tshuva, and Tzedakah, and that's the idea of the Atzas, the Tfilah is the Kol, the Tshuva is the Tzom, is the Inoi, and the tough is the tefillah, and that's the idea of what can rescue us, what can save us, what can bring us ever closer day in and day out with the Almighty above. And perhaps the idea of this three-legged tripod of a tshuva, tefillah, tzedakah, is really predicated on the shloshet forum of Torah, of Odin, that the Maral and others explain. It's a reference of the shleimus that a person has, the shleimus, between you and your creator, and the third aspect of shleimus, the sense of completion, between you, Adam, ben chavero, ish l'reyehu. So what do we have over here? We have the idea of tefillah. And what is tefillah? Tefillah is the shleimus, you connecting with the Kodesh Ruch Tefillah, Loshen Tveikas, Loshen Ischamers, you connecting with the Almighty above. That's what Hashem gives us needs for, to daven, to reach out to Him. Yevama Samach Dal, and all, because Hashem is Mesavet, L'Tefillah, Seyon Shal Tzadikim, that's the Shemus between you and God. And then you have the Tzom, the Tshuva, that's the Shemus between you and yourself. You have to fix yourself, perfect yourself, emerge a Bria Chadosh, and make yourself the biggest and best person you can be. And then you have the Tzdoka, that's the Beinonim L'Chavero. These three are recreating your own world day in and day out. The same way the world rests in the Torah and the Tefillah. And Gemilas Hassanim, as the morale explains, because life is about shlemus between you and yourself, you and your friend, you and the God above. So too, three things that can recreate your own world, your own sense of existential self-time, your own existence can be recreated, refreshed. Ayyadeh 
shloimez beino levein atzmo between you and yourself, the tefillah between you and your creator, and the tzedakah between you and your friend. But lemaisa, and not everybody has the money to give tzedakah the way they would like to. But my dear friends, yididai ahuvai, tzedakah is not just about giving money. Life is about every precious breath, and life is about not just giving of your money, it's about giving of your time to help other people. As Amosha would say, Meiser is not just one-tenth of the money allocated to Aniyam, to Talmud Torah and the like, but Meiser mandates that you have to give one-tenth of your Zman, of your time away. There's a great article about the Sar Torah, the Golda Hador and Ami magazine. I came out this past Pesach, a wonderful interview, with the grandson of Rav Chaim Kanievsky. And the grandson shares with us that whenever I would ask my Zaydi if he wanted me to stop all the people from coming in, and the lines and lines, the hordes, the crowds of people lining up to get brachas to speak to the Godador for just a few moments, I would say that my father, the stipler, used to say that one must dedicate to Misa from his day to the public. And even if it ends up being more than Misa, it's not terrible because we don't know in whose merit we are alive. We have to give of our money, but Kaius, so we have to give of our time. Chaim Kanevsky, he was asked again by his grandson. He says, I, but what do you do with all the people that are bothering you so many hours a day? I says, it's very difficult for me to describe my grandfather's labors to listen patiently. Are your trouble, your burden, and your strife of all are the thousands that are coming through the doors of Rechaim's home day in and day out. And one time after a particularly long day of seeing people, Rechaim whispered into his grandson, into his Enoch or Abari's ear, I know if I wouldn't be spending so much time, I'd be able to write a lot more svarah. And yet what? He had no charati, he had no regret, because he knew this is his mission, this is part and parcel of his tafkir achayim. Rachayim Ozer Gedzenski, the illustrious Godador, a few generations back, he writes in his introduction to his Chuvas Achiezer, and that he could have written many more volumes. We only have three volumes and two krochim of Chuvas Achiezer. And he says that I had to dedicate so many hours, endless amount of time to being metapel, to being involved in Amonis and Yisomim, to caring for Hashem's beloved children. I could have written many more volumes, but I understood that this is my tafkid, because I have to give over not just of my money, but far more significant and indeed far more important is to give of our time to help other people. People think it's difficult in this day and age. In the midst of a coronavirus pandemic, we can work on our tshuva vada. Sequestered, isolated quarantine in our own homes. We take out the Mesos Sharim. On Thursday night, we're thinking, Tikin Chatzos. How can we reconnect with the Yabishur? How can I make myself bigger and better and perfect myself and work on my character traits? Granted, this time is ideal, is conducive for the Hisponinus and Hisponinus that's required to attain Shlemus between you and yourself. Shlemus between you and your Creator. Davening Tashem was with you. It doesn't matter whether you're in a base Knesset or wherever you might be, Hashem is with you all the time. But what about when we can't interact with our Chaveru, with our Yadidu? 
So yes, those who have the ability, they're writing stocker checks. All the uh, many, many countless people now out of work, we have to help them open up the wallets in the checkbook. And we have to assist them for all their daily Shabbos and Yontif needs to have to keep them afloat. Aye, but you know what's even more important sometimes than the money involved? It's the time. It's giving up your time. Your precious time. Now I've said here from the pulpit, on more than one occasion that growing up, Baruch Hashem, I have the best parents in the world. And my parents, as many, I'm sure they bought me many gifts over the course of my fledgling years, teenage years, growing up in the home. I'm sure I received many gifts, but my most fond memory of the gift that my father gave me was the time that he would give us each child one-on-one, learning with us one-on-one, giving of his time. As of Shimshon Pincus writes in Teferi Shimshon Parshas Bo, their parents, fathers who think, I, it's a bit too to give up their time, to sit down and learn with their son. I would have to learn a mission with my son. I could be chasering the daf. I could be learning something much more in depth. I'm much more mean. That's not bit too That's the most valuable time. That's what the children crave and yearn for the most. Uh, that quality time of my father and my mother spending with each and every one of their eight children, all that individual time is tremendous. And yes, the time that my father spent taking me out as I grew up a New York Islanders hockey fan, taking me out to an Islanders game just one-on-one, and not to my brothers, not to my other siblings, a one-on-one taking me out to Nassau Coliseum to watch my favorites, Mike Bossy, Brian Trottier, that I was able to get a hockey puck, and for years, I treasured that hockey puck, not because I cared so much about the puck, but the memento that it represented one of the best nights of my years growing up, that quality time, an entire day spent with my father. It was unbelievable. Quality time. Can you imagine how much time Rav Chaim Oser allocated? How much time Rav Chaim Kinevsky gives to people day in and day out? Do we give people of our time, not just our money? Shleimus means... Shlemus between you and yourself. You could do that now. And Shlemus means between you and God, and you can certainly do that now. But Shlemus also means, as the Maral and others tell us, Shlemus be no to the men chavero. The world also rests on Gemilas Hasadim, and you also need that third crucial aspect of the Tzdaka. Tzdaka encompasses therein also Gemilas Hasadim. Ah, but you're not interacting. There's still plenty to do. There's still phone calls that could be made. There's chesed to give orally, verbally on the phone. There are ways to give of your time. If you value every precious moment, every precious second, then use it to share your time with other people. Life is not just about perfecting yourself and not just about reinforcing and strengthening the bonds between you and your creator. It's about, as we read in the second half, the second part of this week, the after the Recha Kamocha, it's uniting and being mishaber with every other yid. How can you do that now? You're not seeing them. You're not interacting. There are still plenty of ways you could do that. And let me show you one. And with this, we'll conclude. Received yesterday the following unbelievable story. It's a story about a couple years ago that moved to a senior citizen residence in Lakewood to be close to their children, living there in Lakewood. But sadly, two years ago, the husband was nifter. The wife, as we would imagine, was grief-stricken, and the next few years were extremely difficult for her. And then this year she discovered in the wake of the coronavirus, of the current COVID-19 pandemic, 
she realized that she would have to quarantine for the Pesach Seder and be alone for the very first Seder of her life. Inconceivable. How is she going to do it? Two years after losing her husband, that's one thing, but at least she could console herself in the fact, I'll be in proximity, I'll be together with my children, my Enochloch, my Enochloch, they'll sing the Manishtana, they'll keep alive the same Nigunim that my husband would so beautifully sing every single year annually at the Seder. But now no husband. And now I can't even be with any of my children. Never had spent any yontif alone in her life. How was she going to deal with it? So one of her neighbors in the senior citizen residence found out about her distress. And they called her up and they told her that since their units are so close to one another, the family would happily move their dining room table right next to her open window. And this way they could have the Seder together. You'll be in your apartment and we'll be in our apartment, but you'll open your window, we'll open ours, and we will sing and you'll join us. We'll be La Misa in two separate apartments, but with the windows open, it'll be as if we're all joining together in one happy, beautiful Seder. And so it happened. They had a delightful Seder filled, replete with nigunim, and food galore. It was delicious. It was spectacular. And after the first days were over, the woman called up her children. She was bubbling over with joy. She couldn't stop talking about what wonderful Sadarm she had enjoyed with these incredible neighbors of hers. And the best part of it all was the songs that they sang. You see, this family, she told her children, they had the same and hug him in the exact nigunim of my late husband, of your dear father and grandfather. We sang the same songs. It was tremendous. And it brought her great comfort and indeed special happiness. Little did she know that this couple had called each and every one of her children before Pesach arrived to hear the songs of their late father. And the sons sang all the songs that their father usually sang at the table. And they sent over the songs through recorded messages to this couple so that the family could practice, so that the father could memorize. For that say their nights. And they sang the songs, not that they were accustomed to singing. They sang all the songs that this Amana next door to them was accustomed to singing every Pesach Seder of her life. And they spent the time not only listening to those recorded messages of the songs and memorizing them, but they spent the time giving up a very unique Seder to make sure that this Ammonah had a Seder because life is not just about your own personal shlemus attainment or perfection. And it's not just about your own connection and bonds to the God above. It's about seeing to it that you're connected to every member of Klyosol. It's about living and breathing. It's about living it and doing it. Although the story is obviously bittersweet, we have to concentrate on the sweet shebe, sweet, how much there is to learn. Look at the beauty of Klai Yisrael. When now just concerned that we should have the best Pesach Seder imaginable. We give up our lives, not just of our money. We give up our precious time and energy to give to other people. To help the Amanas, to help the Yisomit, to help everybody in need, to help our neighbors, our friends. So go ahead, pick up the phone, call someone. You don't have to send them a check. Just send them a little piece of you. Give them a piece of your precious, beautiful neshama. Give them of your time, because that's our most precious commodity. 
Sphiris Homer, Ramash of time like never before. Yes, Ramash of time. And oftentimes, the best spent time in the world is when you could share your time like Rav Chaim Ozer did, like Rav Chaim Kineski currently does, like this wonderful special couple and a senior residence in Lakewood, New Jersey. Give of your time, give of yourselves. Connect with Klaus or Karevim Zebazet, and together Hashem will give us endless, infinite time when we enter very speedily in our days. Asmad of Yemos Mashiach with Bios called Tzedek, have an awesome, meaningful, spending precious quality family time with yourselves, with the Ribbon Shalom, and yes, with your family and preparing before and after to give to your friends, to your neighbors, to everybody. Klaus holds together as one. Have an awesome, a meaningful, impactful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.